Oh no. 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 I don't think. Mm, open a fucking book. <laughs> or I could do it angrily. I, I, open a fucking book. That was well when we do the new uh, uh, cover art. You're going to kind of look like you're saying open a fucking book angrily because it's got you and you look like you're saying fuck and I got the thing over your face. We're going to have new cover art coming out and uh, whenever I fucking finish it. And eventually it'll actually have us on it not just a brown background with a big open book that says open a fucking book welcome to <laughs> midday or midweek cliff notes weekday cliff notes. weekday cliff one of these days i'll get it right which we might just end up calling it clip the cliff notes episodes because our author series are going to start coming out on mondays so everything's weekday oh okay so, so so we might change that later, but for now, we'll just keep it with what it is. So do you don't have any uh, news you'd like to get to, you said? No, but I've been super busy all day, so, and well, super busy for a while. I haven't had a chance to look up any author news all right. or book-related news or anything like that. That's all right. I'd heard on a podcast, um, one of the podcasts that are doing the All the Horror episodes I was listening today, and I guess they recorded a little a little bit ago, but apparently um, the guy who played Hagrid also came out and was saying something like transgender people are just looking for something to whine about. Robbie Coltrane? So if this whole J.K. Rowling thing isn't brutal enough, now, well, they already had like, what, Eddie Redmayne, is that his name? From the uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast. He had said he had Newt Scamander. He had come out and uh, been in support of J.K. and now Hagrid's coming out and saying shit. So, I mean, listen, you still have you still have Daniel Radcliffe and you still have Emma Watson, and they're they're not saying they're, no, they're, they're both against J.K. They're obviously going to be on the side but of the right. The thing people. is, so Newt Scamander is a Hufflepuff, and Hufflepuffs are accepted or accepting of everyone. Okay. You need to understand that there's characters and then there's real people. Oh, and shut the, the real, fuck up. The Eddie real Ru people obviously don't have the same standards as what the characters do. So now uh, they're saying uh, cancel Hagrid. I want to cry. As a tear rolls down her. <laughs> That's... I, I could have never imagined Robbie Coltrane being. And it could have just been as he's, he's, I don't know. But I, I didn't see, I, I'm telling you what I heard, is that apparently he had came out and said that trans people are just looking for something to complain about. And it goes, I think, goes more towards um, the book that she's got coming out about the transgender murderer than it does about other stuff that she had said before. But still. Well, I mean, I, I, I get that to an extent. He's not actually bashing transgendered people. Well, he's No, he's saying that transgender people are just looking for something to complain about. When it comes to J.K. Rowling, because of well, the book. But 
he's not actually saying transgendered people are bad people. He's just saying that. He's, from what I understand, he said that they're looking for something to complain about, that they're just being whiners, which. When it comes to something about J.K. Rowling because what? of what she said. Yeah, I, I, I get that. that He shouldn't have said it. And don't agree with it. I don't agree with it, but I get why he's saying that. Yes. I think he's just trying to stick up for her more than anything. I I guess. I don't know. It seems to me like it'd be a stupid thing to say. It is a stupid thing to say, but I mean, that woman, that man has made millions of dollars because of that woman's creation. It doesn't. I mean, at the end of the day. That doesn't matter. That, I mean, Emma Watson and Danny Radcliffe wouldn't have careers without that. At least they wouldn't have the careers that they have without that whole series. And yet they're still saying separating themselves from her. Yeah, I know. A lot of them, a so, lot of the a actors. Lot, you know, they all should. I imagine, um, what's, his, what's his face? Uh, Snape. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I imagine he would be separating himself from that whole situation. Probably. He would probably say, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for everything you've done for me. But I can no longer support you and your views. You're saying stupid shit is what he would say. No, he he would make it much more magical and intelligent. Because that's who Alan Rickman was. I suppose. Okay. Gary well, Oldman would be the one who would say stupid yeah, stupid shit. All right. Well, the only other piece of news I really have, and that wasn't really news. It was just something I had heard, um, is that the ABA launches Boxed Out campaign in support of indie bookstores on this past October, uh, well, 14th. So that's today. Now, the American Booksellers Association, the ABA, is launching a campaign called Boxed Out, aiming to emphasize to customers the high-stakes indie bookstores face this holiday season in the age of Amazon and COVID-19. Timed in part as counterpoint to Amazon Prime Day, which was on the 13th, say the 14th, Boxed Out refers to the ambiguous Amazon delivery boxes that are boxing out bookstores and other small businesses across the country the association said, which is true. I mean, we, we end every episode by telling you to go to an independent bookstore and buy a book instead of through Amazon. And we, we are just as guilty as anybody else about getting shit off Amazon, including books, because we can't really go to a lot of bookstores right now. It's convenient. Uh, they're usually cheaper. Uh, most of the books I get are Kindle version because... I, I, it's just it's I easier don't to think do shit our local pub, uh, all right I don't think our local public library has an e checkout book yeah I don't know if um, they do or not but uh, this is more for bookstores than libraries yes I know and there have been a few books that I've wanted that I've looked at local bookstores first yeah. before I've looked on Amazon or Books a Million or Barnes and Noble and they don't have it well they can usually order them for you. And again, it comes up to where they are, they are ten or twenty dollars more, and then you have to pay for shipping. Yeah, so it's kind of a balancing act right now because you don't want to stop reading, but you also don't necessarily have the extra money to spend the extra ten, twenty dollars for 
for it to get ordered, for it to get shipped to you. So it's everybody's just kind of in this weird place right now where you want to help people, but you can't afford to help people. And it sucks. Because like I said, most of the books I get for the research, I get just through Kindle. I just get ebooks because it's easier to highlight, unhighlight, do notes without completely marring up a book. Or I get Audible books, which is also through Amazon. And it, it, and I kind of cringe every time I got to do it. But I get books from all sorts of places. Most of the yeah. time it's Amazon, but sometimes it's from Left Bank Books. Um, straight from the author's website. Yeah, which well, is what we do when we put up the books that we discuss. I always put a link either to the author's website or directly to the publisher's website if the author doesn't have one. So, And they usually have a way you could choose of where to buy the book from. Yeah, I uh, never run it through like Books a Million or, or Barnes & Noble or Amazon or anything like that. I always try to put it somewhere where you can get it somewhere else. If it's a special edition book I want, then I, I usually go with the um, author's website because usually you can get it signed. Uh, I try not to get signed editions from bookstores because every once in a while uh, I want to go to the bookstore to see the signature because I like to compare it to other signatures to make sure it's a true signature. And not, you know, a stamped signature. Mm. Um, since I can't do that right now, then I'd rather go straight from the author's website yeah. to order it to make sure it's legit signature. Right. But, I mean, I, I don't I won't go as far as to say we're hypocrites because we're telling everybody to go to indie bookstores and we don't go to them ourselves. But we do try to go to indie bookstores or secondhand stores or something like that when we can. It's difficult for everybody. That's Anytime why I, say, I go that's to why a thrift I, store, I buy books. Yeah, that's why I say if you if you have the opportunity, if you have the extra money, if you can go to a bookstore, that's what you should do. I would much rather go to an indie bookstore than order shit through Amazon. But again, getting a, a an ebook is hard to do through an independent bookstore. Not hard to do through Amazon. And maybe that's something that independent bookstores need to look into is selling ebooks. I don't I don't know how, how that all works. I'm not a publisher. I don't know how that works. But on that note, let's get to our four books of the week. Do you have any books? Uh yeah, I I saw one. It came out October sixth. Go just figure. Like probably every single book in October was probably released on the sixth. We talk about books next year. We'll be like, oh, this came out already on October sixth. Of twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really familiar with Alice Hoffman's books. I know she wrote Practical Magic. Um, I never read it. I know. Shame on me. Um, I want to read it. I've always wanted to read it. But she wrote a prequel to Practical Magic I mean, called... It's magic, practically. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> called Magic Lessons that begins in the 1600s. When Maria Owens um, was young and she learns the steep price of magic and that's where the Owens family's troubles begins. So it's kind of, you know, the prequel to the whole practical magic story. And I kind of want to get that series and read it, but I have to wait until I get some of my two reads 
to be read pile down because mm-hmm. you don't want me to buy any more books. Well, again, you know, money for everybody is tight, including us. So I if know. you have books, read them. Then we'll worry about getting you more. I know. And plus, I just spent a lot of money on the kids' Halloween costume, so. The right. look he just gave me. Yeah. Fuck. I should have kept my mouth shut. Probably. I have the account on my phone. I could pull it up and see exactly how much you spent. Yeah, I know. You're not going to be happy. All right. <laughs> so, for our fiction book, we have Ring Shout by P. DeJelly Clark. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Nebula Locus and Alex Award winner P. DeJelly Clark returns with Ring Shout, a dark fantasy historical novella that gives a supernatural twist to the Ku Klux Klan's reign of terror. Mm. In America, demons wear white hoods. In 1915, the birth of a nation casts a spell across America, swelling the clan's ranks and drinking deep from the darkest thoughts of white folk. All across the nation, they ride, spreading their fear and violence among the vulnerable. They plan to bring hell to earth, but even Ku Kluxes can die. Standing in their way is Maurice Bardot and her fellow res- resistance fighters, a foul-mouthed sharpshooter and a Harlem hellfighter. Armed with blade, bullet, and bomb, they hunt their hunters and send the clan's demons straight to hell. But something awful's brewing in Macon. Macon. And the war on hell is about to heat up. Can Marie stop the clan before it ends the world? From Tor.com Publishers. Comes out, just says October 20. I don't know if it's out yet. If it is, probably came out on the 6th. About 192 pages. So novella, it's not super long. Should be a quick read. I I thought that looked... I fucking fucking, want it. I thought it looked fucking neat. I want to read about Ku Klux Klansmen getting fucking murdered. Well, and they're they're demons. Yeah, which is even better, because that's right (laughs) up my alley. But I want to hear about that, read about them getting killed and shit in a supernatural way, because that'd be fucking awesome. Okay, well, get through some of that to read pile, and then we'll look and get that. Okay. (laughs) Our nonfiction, which is just, I mean, this is just right up our alley. Wise as fuck, simple truths to guide you through the shit storms of life by Gary John Bishop. <laughs> Compelling and straight shooting wisdom for coping with whatever challenge life challenges life throws at us from the New York Times. God damn it. Would you tell me you're going to do that so I can I put stop? my hands up. No, you went like this. Oh, God, that stunk. You need to go, you need to go stop for a second so I can burp. <laughs> Compelling and straight-shooting wisdom for coping with whatever challenges life throws at us from the New York Times best-selling author of Unfuck Yourself. In Unfuck Yourself, Gary John Bishop taught millions of readers how to silence the negative, self-sabotaging voices in the heads in their head to thrive. In Wise as Fuck, he expands on his ideas, redefining what it means to be wise and showing how to tackle problems and improve our lives and those and those of others. When the shitstorm of life hits us, many of us don't know what to do, whether it's losing a job, suffering a broken heart, or just feeling a lack of purpose. We need wisdom to help us navigate forward. While the internet is full of seemingly good advice, it isn't helpful as actually change it isn't help- helping us actually change our lives 
wise as fuck, breaks through the bullshit, providing insight to inspire us in the four areas we need it most. Love, loss, fear, and success. Written with his widely admired no-nonsense style, Wise as Fuck provides a welcome, fresh perspective to help us transform how we approach a variety of life's problems. But, Bishop makes clear, the work doesn't stop there. Now that you've unfucked yourself and are wise as fuck about these touchy areas, you can apply the lessons to make the make a positive impact on the world. From Harper 1, October 2020, 224 pages. That just sounds awesome. I know, doesn't it? Yes. Unfuck yourself and wise as fuck. Just, I'm just going to walk around telling people to go unfuck themselves. <laughs> All right. Now, the kid's book this is uh, kind of special. Now, it's he's a local author to us. If you live in the St. Louis area or ever lived in the St. Louis area within the last, I don't know, decade, you'll know of a radio channel, 105.7 The Point. And they have a morning show called The Riz Show. It's extremely popular. Even if you don't live in the St. Louis area, there's a good chance that you've listened to it somewhere else because they have a podcast. It's great. On this show is a man by the name of Jeff Burton. I have been listening to Jeff Burton since I was, fuck, a teenager. Uh, he used to have a, uh, a, a morning show. And then he had an afternoon show. He jumped around from different st radio stations. And he got in on the Riz show. And he's a perfect fit. And it's great. I love the show. I listen to it every morning on my way to work. Now, why do I bring him up? Because he wrote a book uh, a year ago, I believe. Two years, maybe. Called The Watering Hole. Usually, I don't talk about old books. Usually, we try to talk about new books that are coming out. But this is a little bit special with this. The Watering Hole is just now coming out on paperback. Uh, it's illustrated by Brooke Renfro. I'll tell you a little about uh, It's a variety of characters realize that they have a similar need in this delightful little tale about being kind to others, making new friends, and working together to solve a problem. Jeff and his amazing illustrator, Brooke, will be donating 100% of the proceeds from all the sales of the watering hole in the month of October to the Riz Show's fundraising campaign to support Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. That is why I have brought this book up, because it's only for October. So if all of our listeners could, uh, again, we will have the link on the show notes. Just go there, purchase the book, the proceeds that are uh, in October go to this organization. Now, what is Kids Rock Cancer? Kids Rock Cancer is an innovative program that helps children successfully cope with the unique emotional challenges that accompany a cancer diagnosis. Through the proving healing power of music therapy, Kids Rock Cancer helps children combat feelings of anxiety, depression, uncertainty, and helplessness. The program provides a vehicle for self-expression, a sense of self-esteem and accomplishment, a distraction from the physical and emotional pain, and a sense of joy and optimism. Now, you may ask, how does it all work? Go ahead, ask. How does it all work? Well, let me tell you, Stephanie. In one or two sessions, typically lasting uh, an hour or two, a board-certified music therapist helps the child express a set of thoughts and ideas that can be written down 
and turned into lyrics for a song. The child and therapist work together to compose a tune for the lyrics. The child then sings into a microphone and stars in the song and stars in the song they have written with background instrument instrumentation provided by guitar, keyboard, and computer software. When they have finished, the child receives a CD recording as a legacy piece that becomes uniquely his or her own. And so all the proceeds of this book, it's from Out the Window Books, 33 pages. All of it goes to this wonderful organization that helps kids. And it's not helping get cured from cancer. It's helping them cope with what they are dealing with. Yes. It's a wonderful organization. They do stuff with them every year. And uh, we don't always have the money to give to charities, but I figure the very least we could do is promote a charity like this on our podcast, especially one that's local to us. They do it in other places, too. This one is specifically for the Maryville University uh, in St. Louis, I believe. But So any if, if you're feeling generous, again, I'll have the link in the show notes. You can go purchase that book. And you're, you'll know that you're, you're getting a good, a, a great book, an award-winning book to read to your child, and at the same time, giving money to an organization that's helping kids with cancer. So it's really a win-win. Everybody wins. Yes. We are the champions. Oh, Jesus Christ. My friends. That is not how that goes. We are the champions, my friends. But you, you, Gloria, just because Gloria, just because the lyrics are right doesn't mean that's how it goes. <sighs> okay. Okay. Now the YA novel, the puppet man, the puppet master's apprentice, by Lisa Deslam. Impressed by the work of the puppet master and his apprentice, Tavia's ruler, the Margrave, has ordered dozens of life-size marionette soldiers to be sent to Wolfspire Hall. When the order for more soldiers comes in with increasingly urgent deadlines, the puppet master's health suffers, and Pirouette, his daughter, and Protégé, for some reason it didn't type up, I don't know, it, it, it left some letters out, I don't know, is left to build in his stead. But there is something far more twisted brewing at Wolfspire. The Margrave's son wants Pirouette to create an assassin, and he wants her to give it life. With Tavia teetering on the brink of war and her father dying in, a dying in the dungeons, Pirouette has no choice but to accept. Racing against, her ri racing against the rise of the next blue moon, the magic that will bring her creation to life, she can't help but wonder... Is she making a masterpiece or a monster? From Page Street Kids, October 2020, 352 pages, ages 13 to 17, but whatever. Mm. I Sounds believe it. I believe it's Pirouette. P-I-R-O-U-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. Yeah, Pirouette. Okay. It, I not good big words. <laughs> I'm not dying. I'm not. Especially, especially when like, considering you keep saying especially instead I, of especially, I, I always, always say especially because I catch myself because I don't want to say especially. 
So it annoys me when I say especially. I try to catch myself. But you still like say with, it. Yeah, but because I'm rambling, I'm talking, and it just kind of comes out. Same thing with espresso. I never say espresso. It's espresso. And the way you say whore, you say I say whore, whore fine. No, you say whore. Yeah, I say whore. Horror. Horror. If I'm talking about a, if I'm talking about a person who get, trades sex for money, I, I say whore. Whore. Yeah. Whore. You dirty whore. If I'm talking about whore, I talk about I say whore. <laughs> horror. Yeah. Horror. Horror. Not horror or. We've just had this discussion. We have a whole episode named after it. Horror. I say horror. And whore. Because it's who, er, who er, whore, and whore. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love my husband. <clears throat> Let's As get to the says. socials. <laughs> okay. We are at open a F-I-N-G book. <laughs> it took you a second to it remember. Did, it did. Because we've I was been like, doing it for so long. I had it. I have a routine <laughs> rattle. We've been doing it for so long. And okay, we that. are at open a F I N G book. Yes. I am at E C J B A T. I'm, I'm young E T A M six on Twitter. Young E T A M on Instagram. Uh, I didn't say this on the last episode, so I need to get to you go to our Goodreads. Has also been changed. It's no longer Goodreads. Audio parfait. It's Goodreads. dot com slash open an effing book. Uh, email us open an effing book at gmail dot com. Come back for our Monday show. Not a trailer. I'm getting to it. Not our Saturday show. It is now going to be our Monday show. And we are starting off our Halloween series. <laughs> no idea how many episodes it is because I'm still working on it. Yeah, I was supposed to do the Halloween series, but too many migraines and not enough time to read and shit. Yeah, which I, I'm not upset that you couldn't do it. I'm more upset that you waited so long to tell me because it's like, okay, well, now I have a week to do an entire, to come up with an entire series. I know. When you consider that Douglas Adams and uh, Burroughs, Burroughs took me like a month and a half to fucking get done. And then it took us almost as long to record the fucking thing. I didn't expect to keep getting migraine after migraine and. It's all right. Who we're covering is going to, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. So I just got to work my ass off for the next few days to have it ready so we can record when we need to record. Not a problem. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go to our Patreon. has also been changed. Patreon.com slash open an effing book. We still have stickers. We technically still have stickers for not real, but I don't think you're going to want those. <laughs> Unless you want to listen to old episodes, which I'm fine with. Yeah, Don't sure. listen to the old episodes. They're, they're still good. Yeah. Just not going to listen to any new ones. <laughs> At least not for a while. Yeah, not for a very long while, I wouldn't think. I'm enjoying not have having to watch wrestling. For a job-like situation. I'm enjoying being able to daze out yes. while I'm watching wrestling and just kind of go wherever like we're recording during wrestling right now which is something we wouldn't have normally done yeah and i don't have to worry about making sure that we watch both of them we're not going to talk about wrestling yes 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 but we still have stickers for this show if you want them there's spotify stickers i'm really looking into getting different types of merchandise i need to know if anybody would want 
like bumper stickers say open a fucking book masks that say open a fucking book t-shirts there's places we can get that stuff where it doesn't cost us very much shouldn't hopefully cost you very much uh patreon people will get it first so maybe i can make some soaps that say open a fucking book maybe some of our listeners are rather dirty we're dirty (laughs) make them smell like a fresh book Yeah. yeah uh so email us or Tweet us, you know, slip into our DMs, as they say, and let us know if you'd want some merchandise. You slip into my husband's DMs, I will cut you. Well, it'd be open to fucking books, DMs, not yeah. my DMs, because I never go on my own personal Twitter. I don't even know why I give that shit out, because I never go on my own personal Twitter. I ne- I go on my personal Instagram, but I never post anything, so I don't even know why I put it out there. Um, this month is a month full of horrors, because we have paired up with... Got like 30 other podcasts that are doing the all the horror uh, charity event, pretty much is what it is. Uh, you can go all the horror18.wixsite.com slash event or do hashtag all the horror. It's all one word, no spaces. Uh, buy their merchandise. The benefits go to scares that care that help give help to families in need. I believe they all the money that they get in. It's like they their their goal is like thirty thousand dollars through merchandise and everything like that. And I think they're like halfway there already. And the money that they get in, they pick like three families and give them you know money and and all the things that you know they're they're needing at the time. Unfortunately, I mean it's not a big enough charity to where they can help a ton of people. But even if we can help three families just by buying a T-shirt. It's worth it. Yes, definitely. So, and our episode will be coming out Halloween Eve. Ooh, yes. spooky. I haven't decided if it's going to be our weekday Cliff Notes episode for that day or if it's going to be an extra episode or for that week or if it's going to be an extra episode for that week. Um, so one thing about shitty about changing our, our Saturday show to Monday is Halloween is on a Saturday. So our Halloween episode would have came out on Halloween instead of two days after Halloween. But, oh, well, whatever. Whatever. But our All the Horror episode will be coming out the day before Halloween. Rate and review us wherever you can, wherever you listen, wherever you get your uh, listen on, as LeVar Burton likes to say. Uh, Apple, you can you can rate and review. Spotify, you can follow. Stitcher, I believe you can comment. Like I said before, go to your libraries and, and your independent local bookstores if you can and help out independent bookstore, independent author, local author, wherever you're from, volunteer your library if they do that type of thing. And Stephanie? Uh, You can go on to my Etsy store and buy some of my soaps. I'm still waiting for somebody to buy some. I have all these awesome soaps that smell good and they feel good and because you've showered with them. I do. I have. You have made me several bars of soap that I have showered with and I stopped using my um, gel body wash for a long time because you made me the the cool ones with the little massager things on them mm-hmm. and I went through all of those before I went back to my old ones because you haven't made me anymore so oh well I can well why don't but, you save your product for selling and I can just use whatever soap that I have okay well it's uh you go to www dot was that three w's you really don't need to put the etsy dot com slash shop slash stephanie young art we're going to add that link along with our Beard Struggle link on the show notes. So people just click on it. Anyway. Awesome. All right. 
right, I think that's it. I think so too. We are done. Yay. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Between now and the time we get to talk to you again, do yourself a favor. Go open a fucking book. All right, we'll see you. Bye, guys. <laughs>